Hi guys, and welcome to The Road Less Traveled. I am your host, DB, and today's episode is actually a special episode, because uh, it's not in serial, it's not episodic. Uh, I decided to uh, do an episode because it was topical. I did just see something in the news uh, just the other day, and so it's kind of stuck with me because I, I've just been thinking about it over and over and over again. Um, it's just kind of an odd thing because, like, my prison experience happened during COVID, uh, which a lot of people, if you recall, there was also um, a lot of systemic racism that was uncovered within the police forces, which, I mean, everybody knew about, but, you know, it was more out in the forefront as far as, like, the news and the media uh, and social media, too. So a lot of people were accountable because... Uh, there's just so many people these days, so many witnesses, so many people with phones, uh, cameras, etc. So there's more accountability in that regard, like people, which is what we are the people. So that's great. People should be also enforcing the law. Like just because you are, say, a police officer or a politician or anyone in some respected profession, like you're held to a higher standard. There has to be accountability for those things. You can't just be sheltered by you and your own. So, um, while I was in prison, uh, the George Floyd incident happened, and we all knew um, at that point they were going to absolutely sentence uh, Derek Chauvin. They were going to probably throw the book at him, make an example out of him. Uh, and I'm not trying to throw an opinion in either way. Um, I actually believe uh, what he got, sentence-wise, years federal time, absolutely um right he deserved that he did like that he he took someone else's life there is some point where even if it wasn't intentional it still should never happen because it was malicious it was intended like as far as targeting and it was just horrible to begin with who in their right mind can just stand by when that's occurring, when your fellow officer is doing that, it's terrible. So, of course, those people deserve to be sentenced. But what I'm about to talk about, uh, Derek Chauvin actually recently made the news once again. Um, and this time it was uh, for something completely different. So after his sentencing, uh, Derek Chauvin was transferred to Tucson's Federal Corrections Institution where he was going to serve out the remainder of his sentence. It is a medium security facility, uh, which I'll bring up some points in a moment. Uh, so the news article, though, uh, regarded him being stabbed in prison. And the thing that I kept thinking about uh, is this quote that I'm about to read to you by uh, the Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. He was the one that you know, made the statement that Chauvin was attacked. And so he says, and I quote, he was duly convicted of his crimes. And like any incarcerated individual, he should be able to serve his sentence without fear of retaliation or violence. Now that's 100% true. That is great because that applies in, you know, a perfect world to everybody across the board. That's how it should be. It's not, Will it ever? Hopefully, but that's just not how where we're at right now. But in principle, yes, 
That is exactly how things should go. Because when someone is sentenced, they should not have to be afraid of those things, which I mean, it's going to happen. Good luck. Uh, you know, you can't always control people because you do have to walk that line between allowing inmates some sort of freedom of movement because like, Someone who's just like in a cell or a room all day long, it drives you stir crazy. And I can tell you, like, I I almost lost my mind for the two years in jail. And that was like a wider confinement, but it was still just awful. So um, stay tuned. Like, the next episode is going to be jail part two. And then I should probably do jail part three because honestly, some of these episodes just ramble. Just like this one. Back to Derek Chauvin. So. That's completely correct. Like, in in principle, we should not have to be afraid of those things. Now, a lot of people will probably, you know, hear all this and not be surprised at all. Derek Chauvin was stabbed. Like, of course he was. That makes absolute sense as far as, uh, you know, the chronology of things. Like, we knew, I guess, because he was in solitary for a good while. When he was first sentenced, he was placed in solitary. It was out for fear of his safety. So um, I'm guessing he finally made it into general population or what's otherwise known as GP. And when that happened, he he got stabbed. Or, I mean, they could have put a hit out on him and they went directly to his room. There's a lot of factors that play. And I think it's being investigated right now. I should uh, cross-reference this article right now. Yeah, so uh, it was Minnesota State Prison that he was mainly in solitary confinement, and it was, quote-unquote, largely for his own protection, his lawyer, Eric Nielsen, said. So uh, Chauvin's lawyer, at this point, has not immediately responded. But here's here's the kicker. This is the part that just absolutely blew my mind. So Tucson, their federal medium security facility, was much like my facility in the sense that there were staff shortages, there were huge security lapses. Now, weirdly, in jail, it's it's a different kind of security, but it would be nigh impossible to escape from jail. It happens. There are weird stories, like um, for our jail specifically, someone actually fashioned uh, bed sheets into rope and climbed from the seventh story. Uh, it made the news. It was three of them. They, of course, got caught, so no big deal, but whatever. Like, they made the attempt, and I almost have to applaud them for that. I could never figure out how to actually get out, and it drove me crazy. I didn't want to do it. If I had figured it out, I would never have done it because I knew, one, good luck. You're not going to get away with that. They will always find you. Every time, they're going to find you. And Even if they don't, what are you going to do? You have zero resources at this point. Like, you can't go anywhere. You can't, like, maybe you know some people that can harbor you for a while. It crossed my mind, but it just never made any sense. It was an absurd pipe dream. It was more of like, oh, my God, I wish I was free. Like, I'm sure if people fantasize pulling off a bank heist, never would do it. Why? Because it's a fucking bank heist. But it's kind of cool to think about, right? You might be able to get away with it if you thought about it hard enough. Just me? Okay, perfect. We should move on. So getting back again to Derek Chauvin and uh, the thing that I never brought up, the medium security facility um, back in, uh, excuse me, 
in November 2022, an inmate at the facility pulled out a gun and attempted to shoot a visitor in the head. Um, I, what? They had, excuse me, an inmate had a gun. Why the fuck did that happen? Like who? How? A gun? That is insane. So when I went through my little um, incarceration for five some odd years, uh, I saw plenty of weapons. Mostly uh, the homemade stuff, you know, uh, anything that they could find. Sometimes you would, uh, metal desks in prison at least, you could file off like metal ends of that because it was in the wall. Uh, in prison, it was a bunk bed system. So there was a top shelf and a bottom shelf. Those were used as desks uh, or to hold stuff or whatever. But they were uh, bracketed into the walls like with huge studs that uh, were flat so you couldn't like do anything with those but people somehow i saw them carving out little stuff i don't know how long it would take somebody to actually do that but that's how they got their shivs at least one way and so it just it shocks me though like that a gun that's insane that's something like someone would have had to bring uh which again not crazy these days like again you could have corrupt guards you could have people that doing it during visitation. You could have drones dropping these things these days. Like, that apparently has been happening. So, uh, there's a lot of different things going on. But you can see that the real reasoning behind this one is they said it was security lapses due to um, lack of staff. I experienced a lot of that. It wasn't just security lapses. It was mostly in how we were treated. We lost what little yard time we had because they had no one to watch us, so they just didn't let us out. That didn't happen once, twice. It was always. Day in, day out, all the weekends, all the holidays, all the everything. We missed it, too. I mean, I get it. We're not supposed to be having fun like it's Disneyland. But the little bit that was supposed to be afforded us was usually taken away. Because, quote-unquote, because lack of staff. And so you can see how that just trickles down to everything. Lack of staff or lack of education is why the police force is in shambles. Lack of staff and lack of education is why the prison system is in shambles. I'd say just lack of education and maybe lack of staff in general in a U.S. society for teachers. Maybe that's where it starts. But, I mean, it's way more complicated than that. And now I'm rambling again. So... I encourage you guys to, I don't know, keep an open mind, I guess. Because some people, quite a lot of people probably, would be quick to say, fuck him. Derek Chauvin absolutely deserves to be stabbed to death repeatedly, always, every time. And I say, I mean, cool if we... Uh, you know, maybe still we're doing the gladiator thing, or maybe we're still using the guillotine, perhaps, or firing squad or public execution or any of those things. That was basically a targeted assassination attempt. Like a hit was made on his life by another inmate. So that isn't exactly how we operate. I mean, that's that world or that's how those things go on but a lot of people in quote-unquote like regular life would totally be cool with that fuck Derek Chauvin let him die but 
what about the people that shouldn't, you know, die? Like, he was already sentenced. He got 21 years, and then he got a secondary sentence, which was like an additional 20 or something. I don't know if they ran them concurrent or consecutive. 21 years is already a lot of time. That dude is coming out old if he even comes out at all. And at this rate, it's probably not looking that good. So I would encourage you guys to, if you have those thoughts, those immediate fuck them thoughts, to maybe like reflect for just a second be like, you know, he's another human being who did an absolutely horrible thing, who absolutely deserves to be where he is. But I got to look inside myself for a moment because if I'm okay with saying that to another person, like, fuck them, even if they maybe do deserve it, what does that say about me? That's all I'm saying, guys. So I do encourage you to do that. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to The Road Less Traveled. I am DB. Have a good day.